tune they always sung. Tessie echoed April through October night after serenade installed in Nina and Young. Tessie is a maiden with the sparkling eyes. Tessie is a maiden with the love. She doesn't know the meaning of her side. She's got a garment full of love. The damage has been done. And as we close out 2018, the Boston Red Sox are World Series champions. Welcome back to the Call Looking Show. I'm Joe Balzano. We got Kyle and we got Here. Mark, as hey. always. And what what an ending to 2018. I mean, it wasn't... All right, so we talked about last week. We didn't live up to the hype of the last two years of the World Series. But we got an 18-inning game. And that's sure never did. happened. Longest so game I, I in MLB history. So let's just can, wait. Just I got. Right did we get six games? Because like eighteen, you know, that's two games in no, one. We no, didn't do that. All right. No, I'm we sorry. didn't. We didn't get. We didn't get eighteen games. But they did play two seventh inning stretches. Yeah, that that was beautiful. I, I I've only seen that in Mets stadiums when they're about to lose, and I've watched for seven hours. So that was nice. <laughs> and the Dodgers actually won a game. That was the one game that they won. Mm, yeah. But hats off to the fucking Boston Red Sox. The, one of the most dominant teams that I've seen in recent memory. Uh, from end to end this year, they ran the table, and I don't think that... Th- now we have to talk about their ranks as an all-time team. We really yeah. yeah, I mean, the series was just... They just beat the shit out of the Dodgers. I'm yeah. going to put it... I'm going to put, put it blatantly. They just fucking... It was like their little brother tossing it around the yard. The whole season, they yeah. did that to everyone. They, I mean, 108 wins, 119 total. Like, there was yeah. no stopping them. No stopping looking, them. Looking back on it, I, we are just so stupid for so everything stupid. that they were going to lose. Yeah. So stupid. And I, doubting I, David Price, too. Oh, well, that I mean, was smart. I, I still no. doubt David Price. Dude. Like, not, no let way. Me drop a little, let me drop a little bit of uh, statistics on you. David Price lowered his Tell ERA. stats. David Price lowered the ERA to 4.63 in the playoffs. Not very good. Does anybody know Clayton Kershaw's ERA in the playoffs now? Probably shitty. He's 9-10 and 10 with a 4.32. David Price is .31 points worse in the playoffs than Clayton Kershaw. David Price, historically a horrible playoff pitcher. Clayton Kershaw, historically the greatest pitcher of all time by some. And yet, it's .31 points of a difference. Right. That, that's one of the most unbelievable stats that I've ever heard of. Clayton Kershaw, I'm just going to go right into him. Not the GOAT. He's not the greatest yeah. of all time. This was, yeah. a tough, this was a tough go for Kershaw. This was going to solidify. Like last year, it would have solidified his legacy if they pulled through with the, with the World Series. This year, would have solidified it. He just fucking blew it. Blew it game one, blew it game whatever game he pitched. Five, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and <clears throat> it was when the Dodgers needed him the most that in – I think it was John Smoltz last night made like a good point that they're putting so much pressure on him and he's not like pitching as himself. But man, you got to go out there and give them innings and give them productive innings without allowing a home run to Steve Pierce two run shot in the first inning. Like these are unacceptable things that an all time great pitcher cannot do. And and Kershaw let them down. And arguably the entire Dodgers just lineup, their entire Dodgers pitching rotation just did shitty, except for Walker Bueller. The bullpen was atrocious. We there was two people in particular that it stuck out in my mind from the entire playoffs. One, Ryan Madsen. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, is he bad? 
Yeah. Oh my god. It's, they brought him in. They brought him in four different times in the series, and he, they, he let up a run every single time. Every single fucking time, he walked in a run in one of the games. I was yeah. gonna say that we've come in full circle of the Ryan Madsen experience, the Ryan Madsen cycle. But there's no <laughs> other. There's no point in time where he's ever good. He has How does to retire. Still get opportunities. He has to retire. Absolutely has to. I yeah, mean, he's like 38 too. His signature moment this year before the playoffs was giving up a walk-off grand slam to David Bodie, which ruined the national season. Like that it, was, it, if we won that game, there was a, a, a chance we win some more. After that, it was just over. Two ruined. weeks later, he gets traded to the Dodgers, puts on this performance. I mean, absolute fucking joke. Unbelievable. And Dave Roberts kept using him like he <laughs> was so fucking funny. Josh Hader. That's the funniest part is that they just kept going back to him. What are you, stupid? And this is – so I don't know how involved you guys are with Dodgers Twitter, but it seems that they hate Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts sucks. He, he got sucks. booed. Final game, he got booed. He got booed in game – but you see, this is my, this is my thing. Yes, he, he, made some, he made some very questionable decisions two years in a row now, but I don't know how you boo a guy getting into the World Series twice. I mean, this I, Dodgers team was under 500 – Nine games under 500 in May. And they you want to know? You want to know why they were booing them? Because they they know that team with that much money, with that much talent, should not be losing in five games to the Red Sox. Yeah. He knows they. He's not their guy. Like it's obvious that he makes managerial decisions that are so questionable. How do you start Kike Hernandez over in center? Over Cody Bellinger. Like, (laughs) you have the reigning rookie. And then Jock Peterson not getting any time. Like, I know these guys aren't crazy great players, especially this season. They didn't have, like, exceptional years. But I'm taking Cody Bellinger's all-around talent over anything Kike Hernandez can give you. Like, Brian Dozier, he should have been better. I'm not saying that's Dave Martinez's fault. But, I mean, Dave Robbins. Kyle called it. He stinks. He needs to retire as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, everybody that played bad can't just retire. Maybe no, I think they can. I think they can. <laughs> but here, so, another thing that shocked me though was uh, Kenley Jansen. How like if I give, I'll give Dave Roberts this. If your closer comes in in the two times you called on him to him for him to shut it down in the eighth, he needed him to not give up game tying home runs two games in a row. That's what absolutely. they need. Absolutely. But then again, on the flip side, why even pitch Kenley Jansen in the eighth? Why not just throw Baez in the eighth? Like you have all fucking year, yeah. why not? Or the why not throw Baez arm out of the Dodgers bullpen? But why, why not throw Baez over Madsen too? There were oh, so many questions. There were so many if, questions. If he's still in the bullpen in the eighth, why oh, even I, bring in Kenley? Like why even let that happen? What if his spot comes up in the order? Just put in Baez. He's a good pitcher. I mean, but listen, the Red Sox were in the same situation before this series. They had a shitty bullpen, but what did they do? Nathan Evaldi became a oh. fucking Norse god. He's a and folk hero now. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a Red Sox legend just for that performance. But they put their starters in the bullpen and saw success. Dave Roberts didn't really tend to do that. Alex Wood didn't get a lot of time, which surprised me because he's a good pitcher. Mm-hmm. And besides that, I... Oh, all right. No Joe. Joe's See gone. All right, well, Scott, I had I had a question for you anyway. Yeah. What do you think about Steve Pierce getting uh, MVP? No, I'm against it. So you against thought, it. You thought David Price? Price. Yeah. David Price. I, I, I'm with you. I thought 
I'm pretty sure a few years ago they did a split job where they gave maybe it was like a championship series uh, MVP, but they definitely gave it to two players. I'm and I was thinking, split. I'm against the split. No, I love the split. Are you kidding no. me? It's a series. Fuck the split. It should be a pitcher and a hitter because I, only in the World Series though, because it it's seven games. It's so short that if a pitcher goes two strong games like David Price does, but Steve Pierce has so many signature moments, like they both. We're deserving of it. It, it. You know, they could have taken it both home. Here's what brought my consensus on David Price. It was the fact that he pitched uh, game three, right? Two. 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 All right, he pitches game two, and then he comes back the next day, and he's asking for the ball. And he got there it. Ha- the, and Alex Cora is such a good manager that he had his starting pitchers lining up outside his door after an 18-inning hey. game yeah, asking for the ball. Yep. Eovaldi who had two Tommy John surgeries through six innings, 97 pitches, was in, was in Alex Gore's room asking in, for the fucking baseball. It, it, the crazy thing yeah, is that... Oh, go. All right. I'm just going to... Um, Anthony Evolve, the craziest thing about him is going from starting pitcher mindset to relief pitcher mindset so quickly to go in the first three games and make an impact, even if he got that loss in game uh, game three, does not derail anything from that performance it was un. it was unlike anything i've ever seen i don't think i've ever seen a guy go that deep into a game out of the bullpen and uh porcello said it best he cried after the game and said that was the best pitching performance he had ever seen yeah kind, kind of a pussy kind of a pussy <laughs> that's about another man's performance no that, dude that was that was a teammate just proud of his of his brother yeah, he also lost though, so it was a little no, bit weird. Dude, they lost on a fucking no. pop up to left field. Yeah, except to left the yard. My worst take of the year was saying that Alex Cora was a bad manager. That was the yeah. first thing I ever said on this show, and I am an asshole for it. Sure are, Joe. That's the worst. Listen, I I was I generally I think I did a good job predicting things and such, but I did I, so I disagree wholeheartedly. You're a dumbass. Yeah, of course. How are the Nationals doing, pal? You did out of the Mets, you idiot. I, I never said the Mets were good. Fuck. I never said the Mets were good. Oh, yeah? The I got point the receipts. Is, I got the receipts. It's going oh, up I'd on love, the website. The hear him. But the point is, Alex Cora is a great manager. Dave Roberts is a horrible manager. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see where these two teams go from then to now. But that's 2018 in a nutshell. The Red Sox took it from end to end. There is no debating that they were the best team in baseball. And in the all-time ranks, I think that there's some something to be said about their place in that. You agree? agree. You know, that's a good segue, Joe. We actually got we actually have two voicemails today. Oh, let's hear. So there you go. All right, guys. Big listener of the pod. Always happens. It's the first episode dropped on iTunes. I'm jumping a fire take. Die hard, Sox fan. This team is a top three team of all time. Top three all time. Say what you want. That's what's that, that's only a fact. Top three all time. All right. We got a diehard Sox fan. Long time listener, too. First of all, we appreciate you listening since the first episode. Hell yeah. Yes. Um, second of all, fire take. Fire take. Yeah. He you says, want to repeat it for everybody? Yeah, he says, this year's Red Sox team is a top three team of all time. He also states that it's fact. Let's break it down. Let me start. Let me start. Okay, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Um, Now, I wouldn't say they're the best team all time because I think there's 
uh, you know, there's so many claims that can be made, but you have to look at this as from start to finish, the, one of the most dominant teams ever. And whether or not you look at their roster and think, oh, they're better than the 04 Red Sox or what, you know, what have you. This team, in terms of this season, 119 wins and never really like lagging, always just full steam ahead, going at it. And even in the playoffs, they never really ran into adversity. When they did, they beat the Yankees 16 to 1. Mm-hmm. They beat the Astros yeah. three straight on the road, and they took two out of three in LA from the Dodgers. Like there was no no hesitation from them. They were dominant from the get go. Even in, spring training, they had the best record. And in, right? in their one loss in the entire playoffs away was like just an eighteen inning marathon. Exactly. Like so that this is, I would say top three. I would have to say uh, off the top of my head, I would say yes. From wow, start to fire, finish. fire. Yeah, top three all-time. Te- I mean, all from, the, from the three team, like top three from what we've seen in our lives, sure. I mean, but if we're going to go through all baseball history, I mean, you have so many teams. The 1927 Yanks with Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth. I mean, come on. Yeah, they, you remember they, those guys, huh? Yeah, yeah right. That was, that was a hell of a year. A hell of a year. Yeah. I think they discovered electricity that year. Actually, they did take us out of the dead ball era, so not huge fans of those guys, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, regardless, there's so many claims to be made about top three teams, but in recent memory, yeah, this is because it's not about, they didn't face adversity or a curse like the Cubs did or the Sox did in 04. They were just from end to end the best team that I've seen in a long, long time. Because usually when a team wins 108 games, they don't go this far and they just did. So this, go ahead, Mark, what do you guys say? All right, I was just going to say, the only team that I could think of, like, I guess recent times, I wasn't necessarily alive for it, but, like, the the 98 Yankees, I mean, what they won 114, won the World Series, so that, that would be the only other team, and it's perfect poetic justice that it's Yankees, Red Sox, is the two best teams of, you know, recent memory. Like, it just makes sense. Here's what I'm going to say. Um, from watching baseball, I mean, we're not that old. We haven't seen a lot of baseball. This is the best team I've seen, probably. And it has, no, it has nothing to do with talent because, sure, they have it. But it's just like together, they they really came together as a team. Like, who would have thought that Steve Pierce would have been the defining factor in the in the World Series? And Eovaldi, who they also picked up at the deadline. Like, I just it seems like talent was not a major factor here, and it was more a camaraderie thing. And that yeah. puts them... And when you get to watch it in person, like we talk about the 98 Yankees having 114 wins. Yeah, we didn't that's see it. great. That's great and all. We didn't see it. Exactly. I don't know if you're listening and you saw it and you have your own take. You call into the show and let us know that we're wrong. But this is this was the most dominant I've ever seen a baseball team play. For By the way, playing 162-plus whatever many games they played, that's a lot of fucking baseball. Oh, yeah. March to October. I bet and you the I, the Red Sox probably lost sixty five games all season. And they got they have hundred and forty days till next open till next opening day. That's how long they've been playing baseball and just absolutely yeah. kicking the shit at everybody they faced. And you got to think about their the way they got there. So they get to the playoffs, they play a hundred win team in the New York Yankees, kick the shit out of them in their own ballpark. Then they go to another hundred win team in the Houston Astros, kick the shit out of them in their own ballpark. And then when they, when they finally got to the World Series, it was like a cakewalk. 
The Dodgers won like 92 games this year and struggled throughout the year. You'd think that maybe their adversity would have helped them. Not at all. Not even a not, little bit. Not even close. And I don't, like, I want to say that, like, uh, I loved watching this dominant team play. Yeah. I mean, this team, talent wise, not even top five in my memory, but they performed the best that I've ever seen. So I think we could move on to the next voicemail, but hats off to them. We had a reoccurring caller here with the next voicemail. Shout out to Buckets. Here we go. <laughs> Some boys, it's Buckets again. Where do you think Bryce Harper's going this offseason? Buckets Jesus coming back again. Christ. This it's the question that just... will not get a, go away. Will not let go away. Say, let me just say, I just hate this. I hate when people do this. I hate that the day after the World Series, we got to talk about where some schmuck's going. I don't care if he's Bryce Harper or Mike Trout. Some team just won the World Series, and yet we're worried about one guy, where he's going, and how much money he's making. Can we have a month? Just a month of winners? If if the Red Sox don't get celebrated, what's the point of winning? You want to know why? You want to know why we can't? Because Buckets asked us to, and we do what Buckets says. All right, Buckets. <laughs> All right. Let me hear my, I'm going first now because you got me fired up, Buckets. But, um, Bryce Harper's got two places that he's going. Uh, the Phillies are the front runner. He's not going there. I'm, I'm out on that completely. I will put money that he's not going there. He's staying with the Nationals or going to the Cubs. Fire Those are the two teams. Those are the two teams that he's going to. He is not going to consider anywhere else. And apparently, he already has the team picked out. No, that was to. a joke. Uh, was this it, is though? the second week in a row you've seen something on the internet and then took it as truth. Well, and it's listen, a joke. My, my new the GM, Matt Harvey thing. Apologize for the Matt Harvey thing that you said last week. No, Matt Harvey's a scumbag. Fuck no, him, but he that. wasn't at the game wearing a Yankee hat. Yeah, I, I would spit on him if I saw him. Okay, <laughs> great. Thanks for your apology. Second, that was a joke. He went on the Michael K. For everyone that doesn't know what's going on, he went on the Michael K. Scott Boris, Bryce Harper's agent, went on the Michael K. show and was alluding to that Bryce Harper has already picked out his team. Then he said, Michael K., he just wanted to wait to tell you in person. And it was a joke. It was a joke. I still hate him. I still hate uh, Matt Harvey, if that's what we're still talking about. And Bryce Harper, <laughs> no, I still think he's going to one of those two teams, not the Yankees, Cubs or Nats. Let me break it down for you. This this free agency bullshit, okay? There are only three viable teams that have a chance to land Bryce Harper, and Joe named them. Let's let's break down the teams that don't have a chance. The New York Yankees, they are going to be involved in this, whether or not they can, whether or not they need him, whether or not they're actually serious about getting him. But you can bet that Brian Cashman is going to be in on these talks. That's for certain. But I do not consider them a serious contender for Bryce Harper. Second team, Philadelphia Phillies, series contender for Bryce Harper, could possibly go there. Third team, Chicago Cubs, another series contender. They have the money, they have the space, they have the youth. He's basically a perfect fit. The fourth team, Washington Nationals, obviously the hometown squad. I don't need to go on that rant again. You know about it. But the teams that don't have a chance, I've heard reports that the San Francisco Giants want him, the Los Angeles Angels want him. And there's just one thing I have to say about that. Those two teams aren't going to be good for another fucking seven years, even if they land Bryce Harper. So, Bryce uh, Harper, Mike Trout. That's but that, but that, having those two players is just simply isn't enough. They're a pitiful team. Yeah, you're not wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. And, and to leave a market on the East Coast to go to the West Coast where, like, watching the Dodgers play, 
was exciting because I never get to watch the Dodgers play. You know, because they're on the West Coast. They're on, like, it's literally midnight in the yeah, third. Yeah, I guess the marketing of it, but even, like, I don't think that's, that but shouldn't what's, be the What's Bryce Harper's strong game? suit? He, I mean, he's not a consistent 300 hitter. He doesn't hit 50 home runs. What's his strong suit? That he's the most marketable player in baseball. And that's just nah, simple. His mouth. He's an attitude. People like that for some reason. A bad, like bad attitude attracts some MLB teams for whatever reason. They think that's fiery. That's why Manny Machado is going to get paid a decent amount of money when he shouldn't. I mean, the guy's got a bad attitude and people are like, oh, let's bring that fire. It's not fire. It's it's just rude. Here's the question. Does Machado get more money than Bryce Harper? No. 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 See, dude, he batted 300 this year. He mashed this year, simply. Did. No, but did you see the playoffs? The playoffs no, are more him, important. More, more important. I don't think no. they care. When you see him, first of all, kicking Jesus Aguilar, and second, saying he doesn't hustle, and then watching him in the World Series, you see a player who does not have the. He's selfish. Yeah, he's selfish, and he doesn't have the the like want to win. He does not have the desire. So that's huge. You need that. I saw. So I read something at MLB.com. It was. The possibility of Bryce Harper signing a one-year deal instead of long-term. Yeah. And the reason, the whole entire reasoning of it was, like, if he he didn't have the year that he needed to have to get four hundred million dollars, he batted three hundred the second half, but like the first half was lackluster. And and if he wanted to go somewhere for one year, and then there there wouldn't be a, uh, I think what do they call it? Something I don't, they don't lose a draft pick. Like if they right. if yeah, he waits yeah. a year, whatever they fucking call that. So I, there were there were some people talking about it, but the official thing is that he's looking for three hundred million dollars in a long term deal, and he's going to get it from one of those three teams. And if the Yankees give a shot, I think they will go after it, but it won't land. That's I where think, I, that's what I think is going to happen. I'll just say I think it comes down to the Yankees, Cubs, Nationals. I think those are going to be the three teams in on them. You think the Phillies are out too? Yeah, so none of us are taking the Phillies. Why do you guys say that though? Like, why? I, is... I actually don't. I, I should put the Phillies in there. I could see them getting them just because they throw the most money at them. But I think the Yankees are the most like looming presence because even though the Cubs got eliminated before, like, and they were in the wild card game, but like they didn't really make the playoffs. The Yankees just watched their arch rival win the World Series, and now you know they're gearing full bore for next year to win. And they're gonna go after it. That's what they did in 09 when the um when they got Sabathia, Burnett, and Teixeira. They're gonna go after it again. I think they're gonna go. They're I, I if this is probably something for another day, but Patrick Corbin's an option for them and there there's some more pitchers that can be there, but the Yankees are going for it next year. Going for it. I don't think Bryce Harper's in those cards though, do you? I do. Personally. You do. I mean, I do. where are they gonna put him? Doesn't matter. Doesn't you matter. You can't put They're, him in center. He's not a good fielder. They could they could put him in center and get away with it. In that yeah. stadium, you can get away with it. Uh, I, don't, I guess. I don't know. I, I think that it's it's early to talk about. And I think that I do think he'll sign early, though. Here's a question. It won't be a J.D. Martinez type situation where he signs at the end. Yeah. Right. Are we in agreement with that? Yeah, they're going to come at him. It's going to be soon. It's going to yeah. be within the next three months. Two months, even. Uh, no, within the next m- month and a half. I I agree. He'll go I mean, I before agree. the winter meetings. I think I he'll go before the winter, like right at the winter meetings or right before them. Here's my my final answer. Of course, is that I think he's going to go to the Nationals, and it's because the the t- young talent that we have. Juan Soto is the best teenager to ever play the game, and that's just statistically true. Victor Robles 
is number three number three prospect in all of baseball. He would have come up before Soto last year if it wasn't for his elbow injury. And he stole 20 bases in the minor leagues and hit 14 home runs. And then at second base, they have Carter Keboom in the minor leagues. I mean, he ain't that great, but he's okay. I think that we got to keep in mind Bryce Harper is younger than Chris Bryant. That's how young this guy is. He's not a veteran in terms of age. So wherever he goes is going to be with the youth. I, Yeah, you know, you make some, some fantastic points. Um, where did Joe go? Like, Joe's gone. Yeah, Joe's just, he's just dipped. Right, well, <laughs> those were our two voicemails. I don't, I mean, Joe, Joe, uh, Mark, would you like to reflect a little bit on the, on the year? What do you got to say? Um, all right. Can I come at you from an Indians fan's perspective? Go ahead. I'm, go- I'm going it. to. I'm going to. So this is for the probably all the Indians fans out there. I know there's herds of them listening. So <laughs> uh, herds. It was disappointing. It was a disappointment. I think going into the year, thinking that you're going to be a real contender, going through the whole regular season, basically just floating through the regular season and just no worry in the world because we have the worst division in the history of fucking the world. And you just absolutely blew it, guys. You fucking blew it. Now where do we go? Who knows? Do we trade a pitcher? What are we going to do? We're not signing anyone. God knows that. So what are we, are we going to get Brantley back? Probably not. We're going to lose him. Let's put Kipnis in left. Let's get Zimmer in center, <laughs> and let's fucking just go 86 wins and win the division and get swept in the first round again. That's, can, I'm, I'm just can, rerunning it. Like, Can Kipnis like, play the field anymore? I think he's going to play the outfield for them somewhere. He's got one more year in his deal, and he is dead weight. They just need him to be versatile. Isn't Lindor a free agent? No, 2021. 2020, oh, okay, okay. Just making sure. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty gloomy, Mark. I mean... You have no. This was like it for you. This was the year last year and this year and the year before that. No, this was your. No, it's not like the window isn't closed, but it's closing. It's a little closed. They signed. No, Donaldson. they're still young. They're they signed young. Donaldson. They tried and it didn't work out. Well, they could resign Donaldson. There's not like. Yeah, there's that's there are things. That, yeah, listen, man. I would bank on a bounce back. What what else? You know what else do you have to do? What do you? Yeah, have to I wouldn't lose? count it out, but I'm not going to put your World Series hopes on Josh Donaldson bouncing back. No, but I, I think it comes down to they're going to be in the playoffs. So can you get yeah. starts from Kluber that the, matter? They're going to be in the playoffs after April. They're yeah, going to clinch it. So so it, whenever you're in the once you get to throw your hat in, you're you know there's a chance. There's always a chance. So I'm just saying, get there and maybe Kluber can turn it around. Bauer. Carrasco, Carrasco's been nails in the playoffs. Love him. That's all they got, though. I'll I'll give you a little reflection. Since you went with your team, I'll go with my team. Love it. Washington Nats, man. Sports Illustrated picked you to win the World Series this year. MLB.com gave Davey Martinez the best shot of winning the World Series out of any new manager. They were wrong. LOL. LOL. Um, I would love to say that it's looking up, but it's not. Um, we have some young talent, but we lost our best hitter. Uh, our pitchers are getting older. Steven Strasburg is are getting better. Strasburg is getting more injured all the time. And if we don't sign back Bryce Harper, it's just going to be the worst time. It's the worst time ever. So Nationals leadership, if you're listening to this, please, please God, for the sake of my own sanity... Do what's right and give the man his money. Joe, now that you're back again, we're just reflecting on the past year. Mark did a little Indians talk. I did a little Nats talk. You could do what you want. 
All right, I'm going to reflect on the year as a whole um, because I've talked about the Mets so many times on this show. I'll, I'll briefly talk about them, I guess. We got a new GM who's a fucking sports agent. A sports agent. He's, he's never, ever been in any type of front office role. This is the first time in the history of the New York Mets or any team for that matter to have a sports agent in there as their GM. It's unheard of. I have no idea how it's going to work out. And I'm pretty sure we did this just to sign back Jacob deGrom, which is <laughs> just stupid. I, we could have done that anyways. He loves being a Met, prop, hopefully. Oh, my <laughs> God. I get scared at, when I fall asleep every night. But regardless, the Mets aren't in great shape. 2018, though, we talked about so many things this year, the year of the strikeout, and it keeps going up. That's something to watch out for in 2019. Rob Manfred ruining the game. That's something to watch out for in 2019. Relax. Relax. Pitch clock. Well, Let's get it in there. No. How? F- All right. Well, once we get the pitch clock in there, how far away are we from, for real now, the robot umpires? How far away are we from that? Because it doesn't seem that far after Angel Hernandez fucked us like he but, did. I mean, there's a conversation to be had. I don't think that anything too rational will be done. But pitch clock is a necessity. Necessity. And 2018, simply in one word, if the Red Sox didn't exist, it would have been called the year of the rookie. Because we saw some guys that looked poised to be superstars in this league from Glaber Torres, Ronald Acuna, Juan Soto, and Walker Buehler. And there's a lot more that just aren't as you know, highly, highly touted. But those guys look to lead the way. They're super young, and I'm super excited for 2019 because of these guys. I really Joe, Joe, spin zone right here. It, it still is the year of the rookie. It's just rookie manager. Come on. Ooh. Put wow. that there. Yeah, rookie manager. Go at that. People forget that. Yeah. But hey, one go. worked out. A lot didn't, but one did. Hey, I mean, you could say though, for the most part, like Boone, like worked out. They got a hundred wins. Yeah. Mickey no, did. I don't give a single win, Taron Boone. I no, agree, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you can't, you can't, like. No, I think we can. Oh, no, you're right. I've just decided no, you're right. all of his wins are voided. Yeah, they no, they didn't win. The Yankees won O and O. They just didn't have a season this yeah, year. I, if, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. If about Aaron Boone, except they lost the Red podcast. Sox in the playoffs, they did lose the Red Sox. In the playoffs. If yeah, Aaron Boone were to listen to this podcast, and we could pick between him coming on the show and getting a million more listeners, or him just not coming on the show, I would not want him on the show. Aaron Boone is not welcome on this podcast. I, no, he's anti. Uh, he's ruined. He's going off of one moment, as we've talked about so many times, and I hate his guts. Oh, and in 2019, I was going to say that maybe we should stop talking so much shit about these disgusting, gross, overpaid, gross-again Yankees. (laughs) Because apparently, I've been told by a couple people that all we do is talk shit about the horrible, disgusting Disgusting Yankees, and I'm just, um, I guess we should just give that up. Maybe you know? if they weren't a shitty baseball organization and had shitty fans, we wouldn't be so pissed. How's yeah. that? Yeah. It's there you go. Let's move like, into the final one minute opinion of the year. I'm gonna go last. Wow. All right, I, I, let me go. Actually, Joe, you go. I lied. Joe, you go. <laughs> yeah, it's Joe. You Mark, go. Mark, you're an asshole. All right. Uh, this one minute is to just thank you guys for putting up with me, my antics. And, you know, I, I'm really excited that we got to do this. Kyle, we talked about this for, you know, uh, over a year to really get this started. And the way that we were able to do this and the reach that we had and the 
influence that we had just in our small community so far. I mean, we've literally had, we can literally say we've had thousands of people on, you know, devices, press play and listen to our show. And that is something that I hold really near and dear to my heart. Uh, This is something that we really love to do. And I'm really, really happy we did. And this is not by any means the end. Just because it's the end of season one does not mean we're going anywhere. But again, this has been one of the greatest experiences so far. And I'm really happy to continue it with you guys. Joe, that was way too emotional for me right there. But (laughs) I'm crying. I'm crying now. You put it so reflectively. Oh, my God. It was unbelievable. We started out and we were just writing daily write-ups, bro. We were doing that. Scaff, you. It, was it your, wasn't it was too inception. long ago. It wasn't too long ago that we were writing blogs and daily write-ups, and then we formed this. So to go from where we were, even at the beginning of this year, to go from where we are now, uh, I'm excited to see the process happen all together. Mark, good. I'm just gonna say this. It's it's a short one here. Um, it was fun, and I look forward to the off season. Let's go, Indians. <laughs> Let's go, Indians. <laughs> All right. My one, my final one-minute opinion of season one is just going to be a few a few things. First thing I need to say, this MLB season kicked my ass. I lost a lot of money betting, and you guys are all were here to listen to it, and I appreciate that. Number two, I would like to say thank you for everyone that did press play. Uh, we worked really hard on the show, and it's all for you guys, and mainly for us to yell at each other. Um, and, and more importantly is that is this, is, this isn't over yet. We're going to be doing one show a month for the free agency. And then when spring training rolls around, we'll be right back in your headphones on iTunes, on Spotify, and on everything else. Um, if you want to keep up with us in the offseason, not just in the one, uh, one episode a month, you can go to thecaultlookingshow.com. You can read. We've been writing a lot more blogs there. We're going to be having videos coming soon. Um and, you know, always be calling that voicemail. We had two voicemails today. We had a lot of dedicated listeners call up to us all year. And uh, I would just say we're looking forward to the future. And um, congrats to the Boston Red Sox for winning the fucking congrats. World Series. Thanks for listening to our bullshit again, too. All of um, you guys. Thecallingshow.com. 203-936-9135 is the voicemail, I hope. One day I'll... One, six, five. One day I'll... Six, five. One day I'll get it right. Um, thanks for listening. Don't forget to tell a friend, like, and subscribe on social media. Give us five stars for the review so we can come back better than ever. And as always, don't get caught looking.
mother falling, I'm the youth. Ay, I am the greatest, ay, this is the proof. Ay, I work hard, pray hard, pay dues. Ay, I transform with pressure, I'm hands on with effort. I fell twice before, my bounce back was special. Let downs will get you, if the critics will test you. But the strongest survive, another scar may bless you. I don't give up, no, 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 no. Don't give up, don't give up. 